Who had scientists suggest we rethink cannibalism on their 2024 bingo card? Probably nobody. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. This is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, there is a, an article in New Scientist this week. And, oh, this is this is old school, I guess. Uh, this, this article is behind the paywall, but based on the headline about rethinking cannibalism, I gave them my, my credit card number and, oh, this scares me, my home address so I could get a, <laughs> a, a, a trial subscription to read you this You see a thing. truck that says Soylent Green or even SG on it, run for your life. That's um, right. Uh, I'm in Green. trouble. And I just, I want to, I want to give you the intro from this article, which by the way, not only was behind the paywall, but was unsigned. So this is, this, uh-huh. this is how important it is that we rethink cannibalism. It is the ultimate taboo in most societies. The idea of one human eating another is morally repugnant, even in circumstances where it could be arguably justified, such as when a plane crashed in the Andes in 1972 and starving passengers ate the dead to survive. We still have a deep aversion to cannibalism, as though uh, that's something we should get over. Let's just just drop it, people. Uh, Bill, I, I want to read this 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 next part just just for you, because this is, I think, sure. where we get into the meat of the matter. Um, <laughs> perhaps it is down to the fact that in Western religious traditions, bodies are seen as the seed of the soul and have a whiff of the sacred, or. I swear this is these were the actual words. Or maybe it is culturally ingrained with roots in early modern colonialism when racist stereotypes of the cannibal were concocted to justify subjugation. These came to represent the other to Western societies, and revulsion towards cannibalism became a tenet of their moral conscience. Bill, when I started reading this story, I'm like, you know what? I know they're going to work racism into this somewhere. And sure enough, second paragraph. There it is. We're we're racist not to want to eat people, baby. Well, I'll give you a short answer and a, and a long answer. So here's the short answer to this guy who wrote this. Eat me. Here's the long <laughs> answer. Um, the human body doesn't. What was it? Spiritual whiff or something? Did you say yep. it's not a spirit? Doesn't give it give give off a spiritual whiff. It gives off a savory aroma. That's the term you're looking for. <laughs> And uh, and a nice melted butter sauce, maybe with a you know with a, with a, a nice Chianti and some fava beans. Um, so uh, just just to go to the racism issue first, if I understand correctly, the the revulsion against cannibalism was due to the fact that white people don't eat them each other and black people do, all of them, and so therefore it was designed to create this difference between us and them. Like oh, there's there's look at this. We don't eat each other, and they do, which would be fine if it were true. But the, the actual debate is to be, has been for many years as to whether or not there were actually any routinely cannibalistic societies of any kind on the earth ever. They're still, they're still trying to find one. Ritual, ritual cannibalization is, is something that is well documented in, in primitive cultures. And obviously, in cases of emergency like the Andes, I think most people are, like certainly I am, and ready to write them a pass. Yes. But this is a natural revulsion. This is not a this is not a cultural issue. Uh, I, I don't mean to be quite as graphic. I, I won't be as graphic as I could be. But when when I was uh, researching an Empire of Terror during the um, the Ukraine starvation. I've got a picture. I've got several pictures of of these babushkas sitting behind the table, and on the table is human head, human leg, human arms, and it it just it just makes you ill. Yeah. 
and and I and I wasn't there when Victoria was colonizing the world. So how does he possibly explain that? That's probably just my privilege. Um, this is this article is is racist. It's it's evil and it's insane. And the reason it's evil is because I'd be willing to bet you anything, Steve, that somewhere in there, aside from the colonialism angle, is that we ought to start thinking about eat each other in order to save the planet. I bet you anything that it's that it's in there, and and this is how the this is how the new normal happens, right? Somebody writes an article or something that people just go, come on, man, come on. And then somebody comments on the article that where everybody went, come on. And then the next thing you know, it's a topic of conversation. Then a couple of outliers are trying it. Then people are defending the outliers. Then it becomes kind of a, a cult thing to do. And the next thing you know, it's the cool thing to do. And the next thing you know, everybody's doing it. And and I find I find this to be just absolutely repulsive. Now, if you really, really want to read the best article ever written on cannibalism. I cannot recommend this highly enough. I cannot recommend this highly enough. It might be it, one of it's one of the, my three favorite things that have ever been written. Do a Google search for "cannibalism on the cars" by Mark Twain, and you will understand exactly why we have this ingrained revulsion because in cannibalism on the cars. Mark Twain talks about a train that gets stuck out in the middle of nowhere in the snowdrift. And and this is where Monty Python just completely stole the lifeboat sketch, you know, well, why don't you eat me? You know, it's like so so what they've done is is they've reduced cannibalism to, to such a to such a trivial thing about who we're gonna eat next, you know, and it's it's just it just gets down into the idea that you're eating somebody's off the just not even discussed. It's just all the little details and, and things and <laughs> they have a vote, you know. And the gentleman from Alabama objects to this. Thank God. I don't know. I'm, I might be just laughing from hysteria in order to not cry. Right. It's entirely possible. I'm done. Uh, yeah, they, they, these things happen. Uh, Scott, I want to read this this next part to you. It's a very short article in which the author never actually, believe it or not, endorsed cannibalism. But, you know, it kind of hmm. cracks the door open here. Uh, the author says, like it or not, then, cannibalism is an important part of our story. This isn't to say we should change our attitudes towards it, but understanding its deep roots might shift our perspective on the few cultures that still practice cannibalism today. So, Scott, just because you and Bill and I may have had cannibalistic ancestors 70 or 100 generations ago means we shouldn't be so judgy about people who are eating their neighbors today, right? You know, I was thinking, wait a minute, there are still some cannibalistic societies today. Let's stamp them out. Um, <laughs> change. It doesn't make me more, you know. What? It doesn't make me think. That's, not, that's so awesome. That's the most awesome thing you've ever said on this show. Yes. Yes, no, this but, is the bright the side of colonialism, that, right there. That I would hear Here's about the bright this white light go, of freedom for you. You know, I should be more sensitive to to people who are killing and eating each other. It's like no, that that should conjure just the opposite feeling. It was like no, we've got to stop this. We can't we can't let this go on. Um, I do find it interesting uh, that there was this race, racist component where somehow we justified our colonialism by saying we don't eat our own and they do. Well, think about it, boys and girls. If you find a group of people who engage in pervasive cannibalism and essentially all of them are subject to this kind of an urge, would you want to load a bunch of them onto boats and bring them to your wives and children? <laughs> I, 
I don't think that would be a good justification for slavery to go, yeah, yeah, these people are cannibals, therefore they're beneath us, therefore let's bring them to our country, where if one gets out, he may wind up, you know, eating the mayor. Um, I don't... I just don't understand the logic behind that. So uh, part of me thinks somebody wrote this as a satire on a par with Jonathan Swift of, you know, this is how we cure the problem of the poor. Um, But, uh, and part of it is, hey, what's the most um, provocative thing that we can write to get people to give us their credit card as Steve Green was uh, suckered into doing? Um, So so that they will read The New Scientist. Um, And then the other part of it is, of course, people like us who then find this obscure article and give it more breathing space so that more people can find out about it. We are the worst. And so, uh, but I I think uh, there's the fundamental problem here is is not that we have some sort of culturally bound or or you know this this whiff of a soul in humanity. I saw a quote recently, which I can't quote verbatim, that said, um, "We are not uh, physical bodies having a spiritual experience. We are spirits who are having a physical experience." And, and and that's the fundamental belief that drives uh, you know my faith, for example, that says you know there is a there is a broader plane of existence here that we've only nibbled the crust of in our physical bodies right now, and the idea that we would take something that God designed for good and turn it to evil in any way, including in the consumption one of another, uh, is. It would is an offense to the almighty, loving, merciful creator who, who made this thing for us. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I tend to write off the whole thing as a uh, as something that somebody just wrote to to get us wound up. Um, but I, I don't buy the the uh, racist argument and I don't buy the idea that somehow, we shouldn't change our views on this, but it shouldn't enlighten our concept of who we are. Uh, to quote, uh, right. to quote Joe Biden, "This is not who we are." Yes, yeah. yeah, Steve. Just real quick, you know, the, the, I think the most horrific society that ever lived on Earth by a wide margin were the Aztecs. I mean, you, oh. I really don't think anybody's come close to them. Yeah, um, they they had uh, during one ritual they sacrificed eighty thousand people in five days, one at a time with an obsidian blade on the top of their pyramid. They cut their living hearts out, held them up, took a nice bite, kicked the body down the stairs, and people would wear the skins. Now, you can say that those are cultural differences, and you'd be right about that. But um, but if if it turns out that we're supposed to be enlightened by these cultural differences, I recommend that this guy like this gets in line with the rest of those 80,000 people going up those stairs and then enjoys the cultural experience himself lying on the back of, of, of this uh, giant, you know, blood-soaked mound with the guy with an obsidian blade hanging over your chest just about to enlighten you on on, on your, your incredible degree of tolerance for um, alternative societal norms. And you'll find <laughs> out just how intolerant your, uh, your, your body is to obsidian blades. Yes. Yeah. Weird how that works. Uh, Isn't it? Bill and Scott, I think they already stole all the funny lines that I was going to use in my conclusion. So, <laughs> hey, that's on me. I set them up. So I'll leave you this. The uh, Here's the real reason that uh, we, we condemn 
cannibalism and why it's a taboo and why we must always be revulsed by it wherever it exists because you don't want this stuff going mainstream. So I guarantee you, if you start getting permissive about cannibalism at all, it is uh, just a, a short matter of time before rich weirdos are eating babies. And I'm not kidding here at all. It is not no, that big of a stretch for somebody like Jeffrey Epstein, who is trading in children to satisfy one human desire, to hmm. trade in children to satisfy another human desire. It is, as far as I'm concerned, it's all the same thing, and that's why you condemn it. And that's why, I don't know if this guy, a new scientist, was serious, or if he was putting us on like Jonathan Swift. Either way, you got to condemn this stuff, or rich weirdos are going to be eating babies. And that's your right angle on that, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. For Bill and Scott, I'm Steve Green. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.